remember my personal disclaimer, English is my second language, so you're going to hear, you know, diction and accent going in and out, and you're going to be like, what? What is that? Like, one thing that I cannot say right is sheep, and I don't mean like the sheep. I mean like it's expense. It's not expensive, sheep. And Nathan's always like, no, Ali, it's sh, sh, sh. And I'm like, I cannot go over there and like be like, it's sh, 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 sheep. No, I cannot say that, you know. So it's one, one word that it's like, what? I, I don't know if I'm ever going to get it, maybe. Um, but we have podcasts for that reason. So you can go back and listen. Julie, she's our jewel. Um, Julie Rogers has put this on podcast, iTunes, uh, the SoundCloud, and Google Play. And <laughs> thank you. So, you know, uh, Clay and Beth did an awesome job just bringing the God's presence in here. That is how you bring God's presence in here. So we know that he is here, but I want to welcome him because there's a difference between being invited and being welcome. So let's just welcome the Holy Spirit. And Holy Spirit, I just welcome you. I pray, Father, that you speak to us, that you uh, just anoint my speech, anoint my tongue to just say the words that you need me to say, that you, you need these people to hear, Lord. And I just pray that you pierce through their hearts, you pierce through the darkness. Um, and I pray, Lord, that, that you change us, that we come as we come in, we came in, we go out different, Lord. And it's in your name, I pray. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Amen. So I want to take you back to 2017, which is the year that we planted Thrive Community Church. And um, an awesome year, but also a lot of opposition. I felt a lot of heaviness from, you know, I guess the spiritual warfare. Like, I felt personally that we were, we were uh, swimming against the current and there was a lot of um, people that were with us that, you know, betrayed us, gossip about us, I mean, uh, turned their backs on us. And, um, but God, through, through all of that, in that year, God showed us that he, that, you know, he has people in place to, to do that so we can... Just trust in him. Like, you know, like, like, Clay, like Clay was saying, just, you know, in the middle of the storm, don't just go take a nap, right? Don't, don't focus on the circumstances, but focus on what is to come. So, so 2018 came along, and that was a year of restoration. And we saw a lot of people rising up. And we saw, like, people that were stepping down, uh, the next day or that same day, we would have text messages of people like, hey, whatever you do, whatever you want me to do, I'll do it. You know, and, 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 and honestly, that was, that was just amazing to watch. Like, it was amazing for me because, you know, it didn't even allow, God didn't even allow us to worry. Like, immediately, he, he sent out, there was text being sent out, there was people, you know, stepping up and still... It just blows my mind. So um, now we are in 2019, and this is a year of building and rebuilding. And, and I see it spiritually and physically. You know, we're physically building the church uh, behind Whataburger. 
and um, we're spirit. I see like the church rising up spiritually and being built spiritually, and that that just is so excited. And I want to sh- uh, give you that first image, uh, Julie. Um, and this is a text message that we get uh, that we got last Sunday, um, just thanking us for planting the church. And I we've had this text message before but I it was just so for me impactful preparing this message because God just showed up saying you know like there there we planted this church for a purpose and it's for expanding God's kingdom and it's for him to equip his saints you know for his return so just you know just basically um, I, in my point of view, I said, I said to this person, thank you, because, you know, Thrive is great because of you guys. I mean, Thrive is great because you serve the Lord well. And, 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 and that, I love that. And I think you all got it. You got it that you're not serving Nathan and Allie. You're serving the Lord and that's why our serve days are amazing. That's where we have fun doing equip tracks. I mean, that's what the the kids, the, my 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 girl loves it. The clubhouse, the clubhouse, the clubhouse. That's what they they have so much fun. So thank you so much. Thank you, everyone of you, uh, for just you know fighting the good fight and and choose choosing the Lord first. So. We are in a series of messages called Choose a Joy, and today is the daily choice. Um, I want to sh- show you this verse, uh, and Nathan pointed out last week, Isaiah 61, uh, verse 3, to give the oil of joy for mourning and the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. This is this is the prophet Isaiah prophesying about Jesus. He said what Jesus will come and give to us is the joy, the, the, yeah, the oil of joy, the oil of gladness, happiness. He will come and give us that. Instead of a world that um, th- this fallen world will give you anxiety, depression, uh, stress, pains, problems, and you fill in the blank then Jesus has come to give you the oil of joy and the garment of praise. So, you know, I truly believe that we are coming in a season of, you know, mourning. Some of them, some of people don't really like much the holidays because it reminds you of like maybe a, fa- a close family member that is gone or just a really dark time in your life where you felt alone and then those feelings are starting you know back again um, in your heart so you feel you feel all this feelings and 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 that's okay that's you know it's it, they're your feelings. It's natural from, for, for us. But I like what Nathan says to me, and he repeats it a lot. And I, 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 I taught this uh, in my last, serve, in my last um, preaching uh, experience. And he says, uh, your feelings are great servants, but terrible masters. So uh, if you let those feelings like master over you, 
it, you will get depressed. You will get anxiety. You will become stressed. And, and you know, you, the, the problems and pains will be more uh, alert. You, you'll be more receptive to them. So um, one thing that we should be marked of is the joy of the Lord. And we should, that should be our marked. We should mark ourselves like, why, why are you a Christian? Because I have the joy of the Lord. Or not even, you know, you, ha- you don't even have to say it. People will see it in you. Like, man, you walk on with a smile on your face. You say good morning, good afternoon. You know, you, in, in, the, in the line to Walmart, you're patiently waiting. You're not with, you know, a sad or a mad face about it. Um, so that should be our marked. And um, I want to propose to you this. Joy doesn't find you. You find, you find joy. You got you to gotta go for pursue joy. And one of the things, I'm, uh, I'm currently studying for my citizenship test because I am a legal, you know, legal um, uh, alien, what's it called? permanent, resident, <coughs> temporary, something. Like, it's very confusing. But I am legal in this place. And um, <laughs> uh, I pay my taxes and everything. <laughs> well, actually, Nathan pays for my taxes. Uh, <laughs> uh, so it, in one of the, 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 the studies, the, the study guide, the, we have to, you know, know the Declaration of Independence, and I love it. There's one. There's this one part that you, I know, you all know it. Is the rights of every American, you know, and what are those? And here it is: life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. And I love it. And, and it says that those rights are unalliable, and that word means that nobody can take it. Nobody can take them from you, and, and, and that is nobody, nobody. And I think that's just God's fingerprint all over that Declaration of Independence because uh, it, it, that's, what, that's, his, that's, that's what he wants for, for us. He wants us to have life. He wants us to have freedom, and he wants us to pursue happiness, to pursue joy and go after it and fight for it. And... Um, I look at this, like, and I know Nathan also mentioned it in the pa- in his message the uh, past weekend. It's Second of Corinthians six, verse ten, and it says, um, "Sorrowful, yet always rejoicing; poor, yet making many rich; having nothing, yet possessing everything." And this is Paul, right? And he says that Paul. I mean, I love the part that he said that Paul. Like, he suffered a lot, and he was even, like, in the ocean, floating, floating like a cork, he said. Like, you know, can you imagine, like, in the ocean, just by yourself, floating over there in the middle of nowhere, like, wondering, am I going to get eaten? Am I going to, maybe, I don't know, maybe he didn't wonder that because he was so uh, content. He was so full of joy that he knew who his God was. Like, he trusted God, and that's all that matter, and that's, that's enough. So, you know, Paul is teaching us here to choose joy and to wait that, that, that the things that 
we need to be more aware of the things that wait more, the positive things. I was teaching last Sunday with uh, Logan and um, Pastor Logan, <laughs> and he, he, he said to the kids, so do you know who Joseph is? Do you know who Moses is? And, you know, a few kids raised their hands, and, and they say, yeah, Joseph, he was, he was put in a dungeon. He was sold by his brother. He was, they tear up his coat. And, I mean, they were naming all the bad stuff that happened to Joseph. And I was like, wow. Like, what about the good things, guys? And they were like, huh? Like, you know, like, <laughs> why can't we remember the good things? Let us remember that God is the great I am. That he is greater than, and you fill in the blank, anything that you're going through. Um, so, look, and, and look at this, like going back to that, that God was, is going to give us the more, and uh, he's going to give us more and, and more abundantly. That verse on John 10.10 10 says, The thief does not come except to steal, kill, and destroy. And I have come that they, they, that they may have life and that they may have it more abundantly. That, this is Jesus uh, speaking, and it's not in red there, but I know it's read in your Bibles. That by the way, we have that, our, all of our notes are in the U version. So you'll see that it's in red because it's Jesus. And Jesus' favorite term for, the, for Satan is thief. And he called it thief. And I propose to you that you call him thief. Like you call him, you know, you're not going to, you're, you're, that's, what, that's what you are. You're a thief and you are not going to steal from me. Not today. Not today, Satan. Right? And, um, you know, people have it backwards too. Like I've heard people saying, no, if I, if I surrender to God, if I give my life to God, he's going to take He's going to take my partying. He's going to take my drinking. He's going to take my deeping. He's going to take my, you know, take, take, take. But God is not a taker. He's an adder. He's going to add to your life. He's going to add. He, you know, he, there's that a verse in Matthew 6. It says, uh, seek first the kingdom of God, and he'll add these things to your life. So he's an adder. He actually will add much more than your partying, your drinking, your, you know, all of that. He's going to substitute those things for things that are eternal and that matter. So um, there's, there's three things that sin, sin does to our life. And sin will steal our joy. And I'm not talking about just the, you know, that I have the joy, 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 joy down there in my heart. <laughs> yeah, it's more than that. It's like the inside of you, the joy that 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 joy that it's inside of you that is attached to your lives, right? He's this, that's what the sin does. And in fact, David puts it this way in Psalm 32. Um, verse 1 to 11, he said, Blessed is he whose transgressions are forgiven. The word blessed here means happy in the Hebrew. Um, whose sins are covered. Blessed is the man 
to whom the Lord does not account against him, in whose spirit there's no deceit. In other words, this is like happy the man that has nothing to hide. Like when you have nothing to hide, and then, you know, you, you don't have to worry about getting caught because you're a free man. You, you know, everything you've ever done, it's out there. So the darkness cannot take, grab a hold of that. Um, it says, verse 3, when I kept silent, so when I hide my sin, my, my bones grew old, wasted away through my groanings all day. In other words, here, it's whenever we, we try to handle ourselves, our, our, our sin ourselves by our own, like, you know, I got this, like, I know how to handle this, then the depressions grew, the anxiety grew, the worries grow, grew, grows. And another, um, no, uh, verse 4, for day and night your hand was heavy upon me. My vitality was turned into a drought of summer or a drought of, you know, East Texas sometimes. Very dry. Um, other versions in this, but in verse 4, other versions said that my, my, my strength was sapped. You know, whenever you feel, oh, my goodness, like I, day and night, I cannot go to sleep, I cannot eat, I cannot, you know, just rest. You know what Clay was saying? Go take a nap. No, I cannot do that because I because you feel you feel responsible for that sin. You feel like you need to handle it. You feel like you need to you fight for it, and and it it says, you know, it was sapped from from you. That strength, that vitality, your vitality was sapped. <clears throat> Verse five it says, but when I acknowledge my sin to you and my iniquity, I have not hidden. Um, this means I am done with that. I'm, I am, I am, I'm coming out of hiding. There's a, a song that I love, and it's by Stephanie Fitzgerald, the Bethel, um, Bethel Alvin, Bethel uh, Company. And it says, uh, come out of hiding, you're safe here with me. There's no need to know what I've already seen. He already know your sin he already know like he only the the song goes on and says the only thing he wants from you is your intimacy with him and 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 for you to you know take up that mask pastor nathan's been saying about that just talking about that taking that mask and be you be real be honest and um look at that that it says, verse 6, it says, I said, I will confess my transgressions to the Lord, and you forgave, you forgave the iniquity of my sin. So you, we think that if we confess, we're going to be rejected, that God is like a human, that if we, oh, my, you did that, really? Like, I can't believe it. Like, I don't like you anymore. No, he's going to forgive you. He's going to forgive all of it, not just that thing. He's going to forgive all of it. And then verse 7, it's so, so precious. It says, you're my hiding place. You shall preserve me from trouble. You shall surround me with songs of deliverance. 
Many, uh, 10, and I'm going to jump into 10. Many sorrows shall be to the wicked, but he who trusts in the Lord, mercy shall surround him. That is just so beautiful. In the last line, it says something like this. Woo-hoo-hoo! <laughs> I am serious because, look, be glad in the Lord and rejoice. Shout for joy. Rejoice, shout for joy. So he's basically just giving like a big shout, going all crazy, and being all indignified. I think it's, he's, here's when David just, just takes his clothes off and start dancing naked before the Lord because he was without sin, and he felt that. You know, sometimes we, uh, this is the next point, sin will, uh, will, will uh, kill our lives. And sometimes we... We're like walking around concealing our sin, so we're like a like an instant pot, like an instant pot, uh, just like a pressure cooker, you know, like just like sweating it, and uh, trying to hide it. I don't want my my wife to find out. I don't want my hu- my husband to find out. I don't want you know my boss to find out that I did this. Like you know, you're sweating that sin, and instead of releasing it and just say, Lord, take it all. Take it all. It says, you know, um, Psalm, another Psalm, and it's just because David, I love him. He probably was, um, you know, like a roller coaster in his life. Like we all are, really. We're in that roller coaster of life. Like one, one day we're just praising the Lord, and the other one we're buried down and sad. But if we choose joy daily, we can be like Paul. Like he was floating like a cork and... He stayed, you know, in that line, just horizontal and just praising the Lord no matter what, trusting him no matter what. But Psalm 73, verse 18 and 19 says, Surely you had set them in slippery places. You had cast them to destruction. Oh, how, how they are brought to desolation as in a moment. They are utterly, 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 utterly consumed with terrors. Thank you. Um, you know, some of, some of us are here in this slippery ground where we feel like, um, you know, that because of the consequences of our sin, we don't think God is going to respond back to us. But if, if we take a hold of of God's promises, and when when He, when you know when He says that He's going to give us support and more than we can imagine, that's one of our promises that God has given to us. If if um, and and we believe that, like we you know we constantly, I I it's one of the, one prophecy that it was straight to Nathan, but I grab a hold of that. Like, he's going to give us support in more than we can imagine. And, and man, I, I see it. I see it. And there's, there's, you know, people in this room, you know who you are. Like, I see it in you all over. Um, here's the last thing that sin does. Sin destroys our identity. Um, and, again, David says it this way. Psalm 38 says, My guilt overwhelms me. It is a burden too heavy to bear. My wombs fester and stink because of my foolish 
my foolish sins, I am bent over and racked with pain. All day long, I walk around filled with grief. With grief. You know, some of us, our identity, our sin has become our identity. And, and I've been there. You know, I'm a very impatient person. So I get angry a lot. So this is a really huge jump for me to be able to speak out of anger and then now joy. Um, thank you, Nathan, Pastor Nathan. Um, he's like, Ellie, you should do, you should, you should, you should teach about, about this, you know, this daily choice, choose joy. You should teach this. And oh boy, this week has been great. Joy, the most joyful week. Um, but, you know, some of us have carried the identity of our sin. Like, well, my grandfather was angry. My father was angry. I am angry. You know, or my, my grandfather drank. Um, my father drank, and so I, you know, I drink. That's what we do. But God has a better version for yourself. God has, God's, God has a bigger purpose than you being an angry, you know, or a drunk. It, 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 he, he, wants you to, he wants you to understand, and, and I feel like this is what God is saying to you today, that, uh, that he knows what you did or what you're doing, but that doesn't define you. That's not who you are. So, you know, just listen to your, your daddy. Um, another thing is... Um, we cannot be guilty and happy at the same time. We cannot be guilty and happy at the same time. Like, that is not a balance. Like, you know, mixing water with oil. And it just, don't, they don't mix. So, um, I do have this uh, image, Julie. If you put it on there. <laughs> this is payback, baby. <laughs> this is Pastor Nathan. Ready to baptize my sister in short shorts <laughs> and wearing a, a, a life, a Freedom Life shirt saying, Ask me about Freedom Life. And I love it because this is booty for ashes right here. I love it. I'm like, I'm not going to say that the Lord gives us a booty for ashes, but I'm going to show them a visual. <laughs> and that's payback because last week he said that I, that it might, I farted all night long <laughs> on Saturday, and I did not. It was Naomi. I did not. <laughs> um. Just wanted to see, didn't want to show this because really, he said, bring it on. I, I have nothing to hide, he said to me. He said, I have nothing. What can you, he said, this is where his words, what can you do to a man that is free? <laughs> and I'm like, okay, yeah, I get you. That's right. That's right. But I love it because it, it's true. Like, this guy just walks in, in happy, like happy mode. Like, you know that movie Elf? He is, 
he is that that he is that elf answering that phone call like buddy the elf what's your favorite color (laughs) just in happy mode so i mean this is good like you know back to that statement we cannot be guilty and happy at the same time so what do we do what do we do one of the most uh, a good word, excellent word in the Bible is taken very negatively in the world. Like it has a negative um, effect in society. And that is the word repent. And I don't mean repent. I mean the word repent. You know, um, it's not that person that it's in the game, like, you know, you're watching the game and, and the person is like, well, you better turn or burn repent. No, it's like it's the subtle repentance that God wants you to have. And, and, and you know, it's a word that I really didn't like. It's just like surrender to the tender. Like repentance is not like, you know, goes, goes well with me. But repentance means just turn, turn to God. And, you know, to give you a visual is like, you know, that line that Pastor Alan uh, when he was here, he was he was talking. You going that way, um, and that's the way of the world. And all you need to do is do this and go the other way. And that's what repentance means. Just turn to God. Look, Acts three, verse nineteen and twenty. Now repent of your sins and turn to God, so that your sins may be wiped away. And then times of refreshment will come from the presence of the Lord. I love it. Times of refreshment. Don't you need that? Sometimes, like, I hear people say, I just need to, you know, get away. I just need time alone. You need this. You need to be in the presence of the Lord, and you need to have that time of refreshment. You feel it. You'll feel it, too. And... You know, I really want this more than more than there there I'm reading right now for you, for you to have that. Uh, Psalm 32, verse 1 and 2 said, What happiness for those whose guilt has been forgiven. What joys when sins are covered over. What relief for those who have confessed their sins and God has cleared their record. You know, and, and I think this is my last psalm, song slash psalm that David wrote. Um, and it is one, supposedly, that whenever he wrote this after he committed adultery with Bathsheba and murdered her husband, pretty bad thing to do, right? Uh, but here's four things that he says in this Psalm 51. He says... I need you to wash me, I need you to cleanse me, I need you to create in me, and I need you to restore me. Let's see, uh, Psalm 51, verse 2, says, Wash away all my iniquity and cleanse me from my sin. You know, to daily choose to put to death your sin. Daily, take that cross Put your sin to death and walk in that freedom and that joy. 
You know, our, our, our sinful nature, a sinful nature is like a zombie. Like you, you go, you bury it, you have a funeral, you, I mean, and then uh, it comes back alive in the middle of the night. Like, you know, the da 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 here comes back. Your sin comes back. Like, really? It comes back alive. So daily, to, to daily walk in and, and, and in your time of devotional, just ask the Lord, hey, God. One of the things I say is that I'm about to be driving because that's when my sinful nature comes alive. I'm about to be in the loop, and I just pray, Lord. I pray that, that I don't encounter any grandmother or grandfather in the loop going 55 and a 70. Please, please, I want to go fast. I want to get there on time. Like, I'm always, you know, I'm always late. <laughs> so just, you know, you know, just ask the Lord that. And, 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 but look at this. I love Romans 8. It's my favorite chapter, I think. It's my favorite. Yes, it is. My favorite chapter. Romans 8, just the hallmark of just freedom, faith, and all goodness. And uh, verse 12 and 13 says, says this. Therefore, dear brothers and sisters, you have no obligation to do what your sinful nature urges to do. What, for if you live, if, if, but if you live by it, it it detects you will die. And if, but if through the power of the Spirit you put the, to death the deeds of your sinful nature, you will live. I love this. It's just like, yes, you don't have to be responsible. You don't have no obligation to your sinful nature. It's dead. You're a new creation. So, you know, um, live by the Spirit, and you will, you will live. And... Um, one thing, uh, it's just a, po a point that I, I have for you, is daily release my past and take another step towards freedom. Forget about what you did. I know whole, um, it's our freedom ministry, uh, and it's amazing. But one thing that whole does is it, it makes you self-aware of your sin and, you know, your uh, generation iniquities. So just walk in that, okay, that, that past is in the past. You know, I, I show this video of the Lion King in the, in the whole freedom ministry, and it says you got to put your past behind you, and, 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 and that's, that's true. Just put your past behind you, not your behind in your past, because it's going to stink, right? So uh, look at this, verse uh, 7. Um, it says, cleanse me with a hyssop. And I will be clean. I will be clean. Wash me, and I will be whiter than snow. So you know, remember the four things uh, that David was talking about. Um, cleanse me. Number two. Um, so in James five, it says, "Well, this is one of one of those verses that you um, we really need. Like a, it's a responsibility. You know, like like we have rights." In the Declaration of Independence, we have responsibilities too. And, and one of them is, make this your common practice, the, the message says. Confess your sins to each other and pray for each other so that you can live together whole and heal. 
the prayer of a, of a person living right with God is something powerful to be reckoned with. You need to confess your sin. You need accountability. You need to find that person that you say, hey, this happened. I did this. And, and you know, get to know each other first because you want that person to be safe too, a safe place. But, but once you know, you get to know them, they won't reject you. They're in the same boat that you are. So, and then the other one is creating me. Uh, verse 10, create in me a pure heart, O God, and renew a steadfast spirit within me. This is my mother-in-law's favorite verse, uh, and she is Miss Pure of Heart. Um, the number two is daily pursue God, God's plan for your life. Make a daily declaration to the Lord. You know, Lord, today I choose to follow you. I choose to do good, not evil. I choose to, uh, your plan in my life, your purpose in my life. Today, I choose that. So, um, and then Romans 12, verse 2 says, Don't copy the behaviors or customs of those worlds, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Then you will know, uh, then you will learn to know God's will for your life, which is good and pleasing and perfect. You know, God doesn't have anything less than that. It's good, it's pleasing, and it's perfect. Number three is daily live a life that impacts others. Just like yesterday in Rebecca's project, I love to see that. I love to see the impact that we do in that community. And, and you know, when, when we deliver those uh, meals, you know, knock on the doors, and just... Uh, you know, people might not be the joyful answering the, the door, but you're making an impact in their lives. You are. So, um, and then the, the last one, restore to me the joy of salvation and grant me a willing spirit to sustain me. Then I will teach my transgressors your way, your ways, so that sinners will turn back to you. So what is the, what, why, um, do, do we have joy at salvation? And it's for, for this last statement over here, to teach God, to teach people uh, God's way. And that's, you know, that's the purpose. So when we are so happy, when, you ju when we just came to Christ, we are so excited and so happy that it's for that reason because um, that joy needs to be imparted in other people. And um, I just want to say this last thing. Joy is more than a feeling. It's a way of believing. And there, there's one. Um, I'm going to close with this uh, video over here. Just a short video.
<laughs> I wanted to show you that because it imparts joy in me. Like, I was so excited. We saw wild horses in the Patagonia, and it was just amazing. And I'm, I'm like, you know, still like, I can't believe it. I can't believe that God just did that for us. We saw wild horses in the Patagonia. And um, just to say that, you know, just like those wild horses, sometimes we're wild in a, in a wrong way. And, but God, what he wants is that wild spirit. He wants that. There's one thing that God does not have and he wants from you, and that is your sin. And, and just like, you know, he wants, he wants to turn it back around and for you to be that wild, but for him to just be wild and free for him. So that's it. Um, I'm going to just call up. Yep. And um, if, if, you, if, you, if you're like, you know, walking around like that insta bud that is, it needs to, you know, the handle needs to be moved over so all the steam goes up in the air. Um, and you're concealing that sin and you're sweating it. Just release it to God. He's not going to reject you. He's a good father. He's for you. And um, at the end of this worship, our prayer team is going to be here. And just come and surrender all and repent and turn to God because he's that good. I'm going to pray for you guys. <clears throat> God, I just thank you so, so much. Thank you for, for wanting our sin and for taking it too, Lord. Thank you for Jesus. Thank you for putting it all in the person that you love the most. For us to be free. For us to experience joy and goodness and all the fruits of the Spirit. I pray, Jesus, that um, I thank you. Thank you for your sacrifice. And I pray that people have an encounter with you today. And that they leave here change. Just help us to choose joy daily. I thank you, Lord. Thank you for your love. In Jesus' mighty name, I pray. Amen.